Welcome to this edition of PowerPoint with Jack Graham. A little later in the program, we'll tell you how you can get a copy of Dr. Graham's new book, The Essential Gospel. But first, here's the message for the glory. Take your Bibles and turn one last time to the book of Romans, at least at this time, one last time. Paul concludes, beginning at verse 25, now to him who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery that was kept secret for long ages, but now has been disclosed and through the prophetic writings has been made known to all nations according to the command of the eternal God to bring about the obedience of faith to the only wise God be glory forevermore through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Which means yes. Amen. I believe it. May God strengthen you and establish you, he says in verse 25. You know, it's very important for an athlete, really all of us, to take care of our core physically. For the strength is in the core. An athlete, you know, make sure that there is core strength because that's where the balance is. That's where the speed is. That's where the strength is. So Paul is saying that we would all be at the core, strong and powerful in Jesus Christ, and that we would be established in Him, firm, on the foundation which is in Christ, so that we will not be blown away when tragedy comes, when trouble strikes, so that we will stand firm when there are questions that we cannot answer, and yet our faith is founded not upon men but upon Christ. Men will let you down. If you put your faith, establish your faith upon teachers or preachers or another Christian, even your parents, if you put your faith upon anyone or anything but the Lord Jesus Christ, your faith may fail. But when we place our faith upon Christ and Christ alone, when we are established in Him, again, we are stable, we are strengthened in the inner person, sola de la gloria, to the glory of God. So let us be established in this. This doxology that we read here, this beautiful praise, I, I hear crashing cymbals and drum rolls when I read this because Paul is just pouring out this orchestrated praise, this beautiful praise to God. The psalmist said, whoever offers praise, what? Glorifies me. Whoever praises God glorifies God. Our lives should be one perpendicular powerful praise unto God. And this praise, this doxology that we read here is a crescendo. And it is in effect, in closing this great letter to the Romans, it is a reprise of all the lyrics of life that 
The apostle has been giving us here that we would be established on Christ our Lord. His strength is our stability. And there's no way to be strong and established, stable, sane in an insane world, stable in a world that is being rocked, is the Word of God. The only perfect thing on earth is this book. Did you know that? The only perfect thing on earth is the Word of God. When Paul said, this is my gospel, he was not saying that this is my gospel as compared to Peter's gospel or the apostles John's gospel or certainly not the gospel of Jesus. He is saying my gospel is the gospel of Jesus Christ, but it is mine in that I have believed it and have received it, this, this message of, of hope. And when we look at the book of Romans, if If I could just give you a bit of a reprise as Paul is giving us here at the end. Remember there are primarily three sections in uh, the letter to the Romans. There is what you would call first chapter 1, 2, and 3, guilt, that all the world is guilty before God. And then the next chapters, chapter 4 through 9 is all about grace and God's grace. And then with an interlude describing God's working in history, that God is not finished and through with the Jew, that God is working a plan, an ultimate plan of consummating the ages through both Jews and Gentiles. And then in chapters 12 through 16, this is all about growth. So you have guilt, you have grace, you have growth. Chapters 1 through 3. There is salvation, chapters 4 through 9, and there is service and sanctification and growing in your faith in the chapters that we've been covering since chapter 12. There is a cosmic spiritual battle raging. What is happening around the world began before time began. When one of the created beings of God, Lucifer, the son of the morning, sought to steal the glory of God. And before there was ever rebellion on earth, there was revolt in heaven. Because Satan said, I will exalt myself above the throne of God. Stealing the glory of God. He thought he was bigger than God, greater than God, more glorious than God. As a result, Satan and one-third of the heavenly hosts who joined this war against the Most High God were cast out of heaven, but not yet to hell. Because now Satan is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may may devour, roaring. And so, The battle that was in heaven moved to earth. And when God created the man and the woman, Satan slithered into the garden and tempted the man and the woman. You will be like God, again, to steal the glory of God. If you eat of the fruit, God knows if you do what He tells you to do. He's keeping his thumb on you. He's holding you back. And he knows that if you eat of this fruit, you will have knowledge and perfect wisdom, and and God is holding out on you. He said, has God said, is it really true, this word? And the man and the woman 
fell right into the trap and the war was on. And evil and sin entered into the world. And what we see in these first chapters of Romans, my gospel, Paul says, is the world wrecked by sin and brokenness. And the result is fear and anger and loneliness, both among godless people, pagans, if you will, and religious people. And Paul makes the case that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The entire world is cursed by this sin, and the wages of sin is death. But then he says, and this is Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus our Lord. There are consequences in the world and in our lives because of bad behavior, sinful behavior, and it impacts us all. That's what's wrong with the world. And no amount of good works or spiritual religious ladder climbing can save a person from their own sin. We're all guilty, we're all broken, we're all lost. But Paul says, my gospel brings salvation in Christ. What did God do? God was not caught off guard in the sinfulness and the wickedness of man, the men and women that he made. He was not surprised. God had a plan. The Lamb of God, Jesus, was slain before the foundation of the world. So in the infinite heart and mind of God, the God who is glorious, who reigns in glory, the old preacher was asked, where was God when He made the heavens and the earth? Where was He? They said, we don't know. He said He was in His glory. So God in His glory, in His providential and sovereign care had a plan. He was not caught off guard. God loves the people He has made. God loves the world. God loves you. And so Paul said, my gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ is that He sent His Son on a mission to get right in the middle of the battle, right in the war. He came and lived among us. Satan tried to take him out early in the wilderness, remember? Said, bow down to me, worship me, and you can skip all the other stuff, the cross and the pain and the suffering. Just bow down. Again, Satan attempting to rob God of His glory. But Jesus did not take the bait. He was tempted in all points as we are tempted, and yet without sin, He never sinned. He took our sin and our judgment and our wickedness. He died. And this is why Romans 3 or 6.23 goes on to say, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. The free gift of God is eternal life. This is salvation.
You're listening to PowerPoint with Jack Graham and today's message, For the Glory. Our world needs revival. And if that's going to happen, it has to take place in Christians first. That can only happen through the recovery and rediscovery of our passion for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's why we want to send you a copy of Pastor Graham's new book, The Essential Gospel, which goes to the very heart of the good news our world so desperately needs to hear. The Essential Gospel is our special thanks for your gift to PowerPoint. This is the last day of this offer, so call today. Call 1-800-795-4627. That's 1-800-795-4627. You can also text the word ESSENTIAL to 59789. And don't forget to visit jackgraham.org where you can shop our e-store, give a gift online, or sign up for Dr. Graham's free daily email devotional. Our website again is jackgraham.org. Now let's get back to today's message, For the Glory. The battle continues all around us, and we live now in enemy territory. Satan was defeated at the cross. We are saved by his blood. But Satan has not gone away. There is this mystery of iniquity, why sin continues to exist, why evil is allowed. We don't know all the answers to this, of course. And if we knew, it probably wouldn't help settle some of the questions that rise. But we're in a, we're in a battle. It's called spiritual warfare. We are engaging the enemy and the work of the enemy in the lives of people all around us, in the culture, in the cities, in the homes, and in the families. And then Paul spoke of this battle even that is within us in the seventh chapter when he says, my flesh, I, I do what I don't want to do and I don't do what I want to do. Who will deliver me from this body of death? But then he says, thanks be unto God who has given us victory in our Lord Jesus Christ. And from there, the gospel moves to the great eight, the great eighth chapter of Romans, which begins with no condemnation and concludes with no separation. These bookends and all that goes with it between Romans 8 describes our winning strategy in this battle for life. That there is no condemnation. We no longer live condemned by our sin, living in shame, no condemnation. And when Satan lies, we don't believe his lies. We believe what God has said. There is no condemnation and no separated separation from the love of God. What shall separate us from God's love? Height or depth? Created things, angel beings, height, depth, no created thing, nothing will separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. And in this battle that we are facing today, we know, according to Romans 8, the gospel, that we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. That if God be for us, who can be against us? This is our victory in Jesus and this Spirit-filled life 
The Spirit of God is within us when we pray as our prayer partner. So God is working perfectly. He is a good God. He does good. He is good. And according to Romans 8.28, He is working all things together for the good to those who love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. That is His glory, His plan in their lives. For everything that happens in the life of the believer, it is for God's glory and for our good because God gives us victory in Christ. And after the interlude of God working in history in chapters 9 and 10, He speaks of this salvation and how we can experience it. He said, if you will confess with your mouths the Lord Jesus, Romans 10, 9 and 10, if you confess with your mouths the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God is raising from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. In that same Romans chapter 10, he says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by what? The Word of God, this Word, this perfect Word of God. Faith comes by hearing God's Word. And then he adds, but how will they believe? How will they hear? How will they believe unless there's someone to tell them, unless there's a preacher? a witness, someone who knows this gospel, who in the power of the Holy Spirit is willing to give out this gospel. And that's not just for those of us who stand and preach on Sundays or otherwise, but for all of us. The world is waiting for this message. We know that the answer to all of these questions that we have today are not solved politically or socially, or educationally. We need God and His gospel. We need the glory of God to reign in the hearts of His people that we would be tenacious and triumphant in sharing our faith in Jesus Christ. What did the apostle say at the very outset of Romans 1? I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes. So we're not ashamed of this gospel. This is why we don't need another progressive gospel. We don't need a deluded gospel. We don't need a a dismissive gospel. We don't need the devil's gospel. We need the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ because Jesus is the only one who can save. So we're not ashamed. And in Romans 12, we're called to live lives of surrender and sacrifice. This is the news you can lose, or not lose, but use. We live in humility. Romans 12, one of the great chapters in the Bible, we live in humility. We live to do what is honorable. Remember what we read in verse 9, we abhor that is what is evil. We detest evil. And we cherish and cling to what is good. We overcome evil with good. Romans 12, 21. 
We're not overcome by evil, but we overcome evil with good, and there's no greater good than sharing and living the gospel of Jesus Christ, because remember, you are the only gospel that some people will read. I go on in Romans 12, we love God's people, His church. We're gifted by God. We receive these gifts of the Holy Spirit that we might serve Him in His church, to be involved, to be engaged. We are awake and not woke. Remember that? And the alert is called in the 12th chapter that we are to wake up and discard the deeds of darkness. And in this battle, put on the armor of light, making no provision for the flesh, but to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. We are men and women under authority, the Lordship of Christ, Romans 14, 8. For whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. We are all about hope and being the people of hope. In Romans 15, 13, that the God of hope may fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you, by the power of the Holy Spirit, would abound, abound in hope, overflow with hope. And that implies overflowing with hope into the world. We are the people of hope where there is no hope. And we keep fighting for the faith. We keep contending because we know that there are those who oppose this gospel and there are false teachers. We keep the faith because one day Jesus is coming and He will soon crush Satan beneath your feet and be glorified forever. So no wonder Paul exclaims, no wonder Paul praises God for the glory of the only wise God. He's remember he is writing to Romans in the Greco-Roman world as well where there were many gods, all of them foolish gods the gods of this world, but the only wise God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is good news, that God loves you, that He has an eternal plan for your life, that He gave His Son for you, that He will forgive you, He will change your life and your legacy. No matter how much you may have sinned, no matter how far lost you have been, the gospel, the essential eternal gospel, Jesus will change your life. Jesus died so that you could be forgiven. Jesus lives so that you may live. His Word is true. When Paul talks about this secret that is revealed, it means that in the beginning God is manifesting His will. It's not a secret like a mystery that you can't solve. The mystery of God is that God progressively and perfectly revealed His will, and now this is an open secret. We now know 
that God loves not only Jews and religious people of all kinds, but God loves the world. God loves people like you and me. Yes and amen. Heaven is real. Satan is crushed. Jesus is coming again. God's Spirit is alive in us. We are preserved and protected and secure and strengthened at the core. We live and we love and we serve and we give all to the glory of God. You're listening to PowerPoint with Jack Graham and today's message, For the Glory. With so much bad news in the world today, for many it's like the end of the age is just around the corner. So right now is the moment Christians must arise and show just how essential the gospel is to a lost and broken world. That's what prompted Pastor Graham to write a new book, The Essential Gospel, which goes to the very heart of the good news our world so desperately needs to hear. And we'd love to get a copy of this powerful new resource into your hands. The Essential Gospel is our thanks for your gift today to help boldly proclaim the truth of the gospel and the hope it brings to more people around the world. So call now to request your copy of The Essential Gospel when you give. This is the last day of this offer, so call today. Call 1-800-795-4627. That's 1-800-795-4627. You can also text the word ESSENTIAL to 59789. And don't forget to visit jackgraham.org where you can shop our e-store, give a gift online, or sign up for Dr. Graham's free daily email devotional. Our website again is jackgraham.org. Pastor, what is your PowerPoint for today? Praise isn't something we just do from time to time or on church during a portion of the worship service. Praise, worship is the soundtrack of our lives, the undercoat, the flow of our lives as believers. And every day and every hour we live, praise can be that soundtrack, the music of our souls. The Bible tells us in Psalm 12:1 that we are to give our bodies, present our bodies as a living and holy sacrifice, to live a life of sacrificial worship and praise to God. Let your life be a praise to God. Our God is certainly worthy of our worship. Jesus and Jesus only, our Savior and Lord, the one who died on the cross for our sins and rose again, the dear Lamb of God, is worthy of all the praise that we bring to Him. So live your days with your life and your lips worshiping the Lord our God. And if you'll make praise the soundtrack of your life, your life is going to change. You'll be filled with joy. You'll find healing and blessing and wholeness. You'll find power to overcome every enemy in your life. Praise is power, and praise will change everything. It will change the very atmosphere of your life, and worship will become a way of life. So worship Him today and every day because He's worthy of all of our worship, and He will empower you to live in the victory of His praise. And that is today's PowerPoint. Remember, when you give a gift to PowerPoint, We'll send you Dr. Graham's new book, The Essential Gospel, as our thanks. Call 1-800-795-4627. That's 1-800-795-4627. You can also text the word ESSENTIAL to 59789. Join us again next time as Dr. Graham brings a message about how to find lasting peace in a world gone mad. That's next time 
on PowerPoint with Jack Graham. PowerPoint with Jack Graham is sponsored by PowerPoint Ministries. 